That right there that you just heard is Ugandan music. And I wanted to give you a little bit of a taste of Ugandan music since this is the Ugandan episode. So here we go. You're at the Beautiful Collision again, and we truly, truly thank you for coming back and listening. Today's episode is actually a very special, very different sort of episode. Um, I'll actually be just talking a lot and um, talking about Ugandan culture just a little bit. And then there's actually two people that um, you're going to hear from. So basically, I just got back from a week-long trip in Uganda. And for those of you that don't know, I am Ugandan. So I'm first-generation American. I was born here, but my parents are from Uganda. So a lot of my family still lives in Uganda. And the other half lives here in the U.S. So we're kind of scattered all over. It was such a wonderful trip. I actually went for my cousin's wedding. Um, And the last time I was there actually was not for the best circumstances because my grandmother passed away and I went literally the shortest overseas trip of my life last year for four days, um, actually three full days in Uganda and then two days of traveling on both ends last year. So it was good to go back for a fun trip. Um, and so actually this week, um, since Beautiful Collision really does want to embrace uh, culture and really move towards that as well. Um, like hearing p- different people's stories from different backgrounds, different cultures. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Uganda. Um, and maybe I'm just going to give three points of the things that I'm reminded of every time I go there. Um, that's just really beautiful about the Ugandan culture. So one of those things is the fact that everything moves at such a slower pace in Uganda. It's actually really wonderful, to be honest. So it really is just that people are more present where they're at. People aren't really thinking about too much all the future things they have going on or the next big thing or the next thing they even have to do the next day. But people are so present and, um, you know, there's not really a concept of time, which, I mean, can be good or bad, but I mean, people just like to take in the moment. So if they're meeting with someone um, at one, um, maybe the meeting starts at one and they get there and they meet with someone and there's usually no ending time to it in the sense that they meet until they're done meeting and so they can be meeting for work and then just start talking about other things or um there's no such thing as really stopping by so here in america a lot you people will go to someone's house and say or just say yeah i'm gonna stop by so-and-so's house to drop off something and then um then I'm going to go here or then I need to do this. And so usually they legitimately, a lot of the times mean I'm going to stop by. They can actually ring the doorbell to someone's house, drop off what they need to, not even go in the door, say hey and leave. In Ugandan culture, there's nothing like that. If you stop by, you automatically know that you're going to be there for at least 30 minutes to an hour at least. So stopping by, they'll they'll say, they'll still stay. I'm going to stop by someone's house, but it always goes long because once you go to someone's house, then you at least have to give them tea or something to drink. Um, and you have to sit down, kind of entertain them for a little bit before they leave. So it's just a very togetherness culture. Um, and just really caring about the people around you. So I love that about it. Um, the second thing I really love that I was going to share with you, um, is the fact that there's just so much joy. The people have so much joy, um, regardless of circumstances. So yes, Uganda is actually considered a third world country. Um, so there is a lot of poverty, but there is also a lot of people not in poverty. Um, and so the hardest thing and the biggest thing is there's a huge 
discrepancy gap. So um, there's a lot of people in poverty and there's a bigger gap and then there's a lot of people not in poverty. And so there's, there's a little bit of both, but the whole country is just not complete poverty and lack of resources. Um, and, but regardless of what circumstance you're in, there's so much joy. There's just so much joy, um, in the attitude of the people of Uganda. Um, we, as Ugandans love to party, um, in the sense that people love to host parties, have parties. When we have parties, lots of food, lots of music, lots of dancing, all of it. Um, and we like to have them quite a bit, um, cause we just like to enjoy each other's company. And so people just are so much, there's so much joy there. Um, Enjoying being community with community with each other, enjoying serving, and it's not just community with your immediate circle of friends or your immediate family. Like people get together in mass groups, so parties are not hosting. When you host someone, it's not four or five people or even ten people. If you're having, if you're hosting something at your house, it's usually twenty plus people, and anyone can really show up, even if it's a family event. So I think that's just so cool. Um, that's probably where a lot of my personality comes from, honestly. So if you know me, or even if you don't know me, um, I love people. I love being around people. That's a huge part of me. And so that's just a huge part of Ugandan culture. And it's so great. So I love the joy that exudes from that culture and the people of Uganda. Um, I think another big thing about Uganda is the selflessness of people and how they want to serve. Um, they just love to serve each other, even especially people foreigners. So Uganda has a lot of people, um, foreigners that come in and out of Uganda. There's a lot of tourism there, but also people come and make shop there, um, begin businesses, all that kind of stuff. And so just the way they serve um, these people um, is just really huge and, and different than anything I feel like I've ever seen, honestly. And so they're just a very selfless culture. It's in their culture. Um, okay, food. So Ugandan food is amazing, um, especially their fruits. Um, their fruits are honestly the best. I guess it's just because the climate in which they grow their fruits in is better than a lot of the American climates here. And I know even places like South America have really good climate for growing fruits, but their fruits are just so much sweeter than it's like having dessert and candy, but healthy because it tastes as sweet as dessert, but it's fruit. So their fruits, um, their food, all kinds of food. One of my favorites is chapatee, which is basically like a tortilla, but a lot fluffier. And honestly, I like it better. Um, so food is unbelievable. It's so good. Um, and that's kind of in every aspect of what they do and what we do as Ugandans. Food is always part of it. Um, yeah, so that's a huge thing. So, and so one of the th- reasons I was there, like I told you at the beginning, the reason I was there was for a wedding. And Ugandan weddings are the best. They're over the top. And maybe this is all African weddings because I've been to a Nigerian wedding before. And it's, there's a lo- few similarities, but Ugandan weddings are always a big deal. They're always big. Um you get really fancy, fancily dressed, so very classy, very elegant, lots of dancing, lots of food, um, just a very, very big deal. And actually, there's sometimes a jokes that 
if we travel to Uganda during Christmas time, that's when a lot of weddings are. And so just kind of how I joke about it, just how people kind of will go like bar hopping. <laughs> Ugandans go wedding hopping only to say that usually if there's a wedding in town, you go. Um, if you somehow have some sort of connection with that person, people will go. So people go to weddings of people they really don't even know. But wedding is like a huge event and thing a, a thing that people look forward to. So I just love that about Uganda. Um, and so those are just some great, great, beautiful things about the country. I encourage all of you to go visit um, and just be there. And actually, so I have two people that I know while I was there. Um, I know a lot of people there, but two people that I know of that I actually just randomly said, hey, I'm going to just ask you a few questions about Uganda. Would you answer them? And they said yes. So I'm going to, um, they're really, really short clips. I literally asked them like two or three questions. So very different from any other podcast episode. Um, but I asked them these questions and I just wanted you to hear from them. They're native Ugandans. So one of them, Natasha, lives in Uganda, born and raised in Uganda. She um, has been able to travel a lot more. So she has been to the U.S. She has been to India. She's done a lot of things. Actually, her parents currently live in the U.S., but she lives in Uganda still. So um, I just asked her a few questions, and I'm excited to let you hear from her. And then the second person is a good friend of mine named Joel. And Joel has, again, was born and raised in Uganda, has been to other parts of Africa, has never been to the U.S., um, and has never actually been outside of Africa. And honestly, my conversation with Joel is just fun. He's just a whole bunch of crazy and a bunch of fun um, to talk to. So we kind of just laugh. He's just very, you'll see his humor in our conversation, in our like short, short conversation. But um, his was just fun. So you can take a lot of things he says with a grain of salt. But just love you to hear the personalities of some of the people in Uganda. And I just thought it would be awesome to share it with you. So... Here we are. So first up is Natasha. Okay, I'm just asking any random question. Okay, Natasha. Hi. Hi. You have to talk loud. Hi, audience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're driving in a car right now. We're going from one place to another. So my first question is, what is your favorite thing about Uganda? Yes. I won't complain about that at all. I've never. It's perfect. It's tropical weather. It's never hot. It's never too cold. It's never too hot. Yeah. Um, and because we live in the tropical areas, I love their fruits. Yes, it has the best fruits. I, I love the fruits. Nothing beats that, apart from India, but I love the fruits here. And all the fruits here are sweeter than anywhere else? Yes. Uh, no, apart from India. Oh, apart, apart from, from India. India. I've never been to India, India. but... Like the, the pineapple the here, pineapple, the mango, uh, yes. the purple. I love the I love the fruits in Uganda. Then um, gen, we are generally very very pleasant people and very friendly too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, <laughs> I can vouch for that. Very friendly people and yeah, I think I like the fact that there's a lot there's a there's a lot of freedom in Uganda. Yeah, in what way? Um. Like you, you literally can do anything that you want to do here. Yeah. Many times even break the law. <laughs> I'm a lawyer, by the way. But um, no, there's a lot of freedom um, of speech, of course. Then 
um, expression, yeah. worship, you can belong to any sect that you want, family. No, I love Uganda. We love Uganda. Okay, so tell everyone what you do. I'm a lawyer. I work with Sinok Uganda Limited. It's an oil and gas company. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I work with an oil company, the legal department. And you went to school? You went to school? And I went to school in South Africa, but I also went to school here for my master's with, uh, with SME, Eastern Southern Management Institute. Yes. Yeah. So you've been... So I did an MBA at SME just because um, all lawyers need to know about management and not just, you know, legal aspects of life. Right. Yeah. So what are some things you like to do? Swimming. Swimming. Um, I love to, I love kids. Yeah. So I like to go to children's homes and just visit children, play mm-hmm. with children. Yeah. Many times you'll find me with kids somewhere around me. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to sing, but I love to uh, sing. But I love to sing. So I'm learning how to sing. Yeah. Um, recently, it's a new habit. I, I like to read books. Yeah. Especially your favorite book? Right now, right now, I would say, As I Lay My Eyes Act Down by Carol Kent. As I Lay My Eyes Down by who? My Eyes Act Down. By as I, my Eyes Act Down uh-huh. by Carol Kent. Oh, I've never heard of that book. It's a fiction, I think. What is, what is it about or have you finished? I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> but it's it's one book that has really caught my attention. Of a late it's it's about a lady who raised her her child right and she thinks, Okay, you know what, my child has such a bright future. I've raised my son in church and he's gotten married recently yeah. and has two kids. Yeah. And then and he's working for the US Navy. Yeah. And then one day one day in the middle of the night Oh, she was also an encourager. Maybe I should also say that. She used to teach and yeah. preach to so many audiences. And one day in the middle of the night, she gets a phone call telling her her son had just murdered someone. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're you're almost, you're almost halfway through that yeah. book. Okay. okay, so then you can let us know what happens. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> but I just thought, mm. I said, what do you do in such a situation when the unexpected happens? Yeah. Yeah, so... I can just feel the emotion yeah. in, in her book. And, yeah. That's good. Okay, so what are some traditions that you like about Uganda? Traditions. <laughs> or traditions to you. So traditions that are maybe specific to you. They don't have to be to everybody. Well, this is a bit different from what many people say these days. Yeah. About um, the, the whole women emancipation thing. Yeah. You know, in Uganda women are made um are told right from a really young age to just respect their husbands to just you know to always cook for them to always like yeah the husband is like another child <laughs> the husband's like another, another child. child but in my view mm-hmm. as, as a helper it's fine to help out at home it's, it's fine to cook for them it's fine Okay, about kneeling, I don't know. <laughs> and everyone has their own thing, but you don't have to kneel to respect. <laughs> but um, in in my tribe, at least, um, people always kneel to greet and as a sign of respect to someone, either your husband or, yeah. or your in-laws or your parents. But I don't think that's 
really the sign of respect because yeah. you don't have to kneel to be respectful. So, so you're saying more? You think you think just serving your husband is? is it's okay. it's encouraged. Yeah, people are um, digressing a bit away from it, mm-hmm. deviating away from it. But then, um, but I think it's good to serve him. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's to good? help? To help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to help. <laughs> to help. That's it. Yeah. Do you think on both ends it should be reciprocated? From both, so like you you serve him, but he also in different ways serves you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how the head and the neck work, no? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so ideally, you're the neck. <laughs> <laughs> you help yourself. You help the head, but you turn it where you want it to go, no? Yeah. <laughs> but you turn it where you want it to go. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> no, but anyway, but anyway, being um, they encourage a lot of subordination, as in, and it's not bad yeah yeah and it's not bad mm-hmm. but you know we have a, a, a new drive i feel like more and more we're becoming more like the western world which is not right yeah um you find people who can't who just don't respect men because they think men are, um, are supposed to be say providers and what and yet these things you can discuss through them yeah like you find someone or like i was talking to someone this weekend and the reason they left someone is because they don't have enough money. I said, like, but you don't know where, where they are going. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. As in, you have to see vision, focus, and then everything else works out. Yeah. 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 So. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So that was the traditions that you do like. And. Yeah. Yeah. What are some other traditions? If you can think of them that you like. And I think generally Ugandans love God. Yeah. Generally, our, our motto is for God and my country. So you'll find that everyone at one point will be making reference yeah. to God. Someone once said African countries are the poorest because they love God, but I don't think that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'll find a church at every other corner yeah. in Uganda. But I, I like that. I like that people are just led to worship God. Yeah, yeah. You can tell us a little bit about your story coming to know God that you just told me oh um okay I was, I was just telling you I was I was I was raised Christian yeah and I've, I've always loved God but in a religious kind of way yeah like you go to church on Sundays you go every once in a while and in twin and you go to church and you're in between church and the club yeah, like, and I was really good at both. <laughs> Church as an extremist. That's how, that's when my mom told me my energy needs to be focused in the right place. <laughs> and then um, sometime back, I remember after I, I I fell critically sick, I had to just rethink about life. Like there's more to it definitely than just you know hanging out and yeah. just being with friends and stuff. So that's when I decided to get into like a bible study program at church um and they did a program called mizizi just discovering your purpose yeah and after i did that i decided to after i did that i also decided to start studying the word on my own and i remember the song you know we all sang in nursery school read your bible pray every day oh yeah every day i don't think i heard that until later we had, we sang it in nursery school uh, and also in Sunday school sometimes. Okay. But I didn't know how important it is to read the Bible. I just got to learn recently that every answer we need is in there. 
yeah every like it can be that every answer we need is actually in there and what made me also start to read it i i thought um two years ago i lost my granddad and i thought about the fact that he wrote a will of how he wanted his barrier arrangements to be made and i remember each of his sons had a copy yeah of the will and he was saying oh i don't want to be um, if I die at home, I want you to take me here. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. Then after you bury me, I want you to come back. And then you'll read, they'll read the will to you. And it's like my entire family was literally ticking off everything as they went. Yeah. As the, as, the, as the days went by until the day of his burial and the day they read the will to them. And I just thought, I was like, you know what? This man loved God. One. But if his will can be read and followed to the detail. Yeah. How about God, yeah. who is more than just man? Yeah. You know, if his will is the word, why not yeah. read it to the detail and know what it is? And also, the scripture that says, um, my children will suffer due to their lack of knowledge. Yeah. So, it made me realize that the only weapon the enemy has against us is lack of knowledge. Yeah. Is not knowing what promises God has given us. Yeah. So, that's when I, I just plugged in and I was like, you know what? For me, it's this more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. To just kind of find out my purpose and direction in life. And yeah. So then you read the Bible. You said you read. I read the Bible. I read the Bible last year. The whole Bible the whole in a Bible. year. Yeah. So two chapters a day. Two or three. Sometimes I'll do five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I read the Bible in a year. And it takes such a short time because a chapter will take you like three, four minutes. Yeah. And we can really afford that time during the day. Yeah. <laughs> we just fear to. There's some books that were very, very, very hard. The um, chronicles that yeah. have, they, they just have so many names. So I remember <laughs> when I was reading through those ones, I kept on saying, "Ah, you know what? I'm going to find names that I like, <laughs> <laughs> and then give people different yeah, names." And like, I'll find names and I can store them in my book that I can use later in life. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it's actually interesting because the whole Bible is linked, and when and once you study it, you notice that everything that we actually worry about in life yeah doesn't really matter yeah you get in the context of that yeah of the word like it's always going to be fine at the end of the day yeah that's that's a good story yeah so my next question is what are some things that people might assume about uganda or think about uganda that are not true mm, one that we all live in trees <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, they're usually shocked that we have houses. <laughs> I, that's crazy. Well, yeah, and I've um, heard that before. Yeah, that we all live in trees. Um, that I don't know. Some of them are, are partly true, but we are a work in progress. Yeah, like with the whole corruption thing, we are work in progress. Yeah, but um, yeah. Especially the fact that we live in trees. Yeah, I think some people think, okay, coming from America, some people think that the live in trees thing, but yeah, that there's not actual like big houses or yeah. that women aren't working or, you know, that or everyone is living in a village and in, in, yes. in a thing or whatever. So we need to debunk that. Also, <laughs> yeah. the fact that. Um, there's a lot of polygamy in Uganda. It's not a fact. It's not a fact. It's a choice. <laughs> it's like a it's, choice. It's, it's not. 
it's not a tradition. Uh, yeah. It's a choice people make. Yeah. But it's not a tradition. Because uh, yes. I've seen, I mean, my parents and so many people around me, and they're not polygamous. So. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the choice people make. So, yeah. women do work. Natasha is an example. Women mm-hmm. do work. A lot of women work mm-hmm. and have jobs and hold on their own. Mm-hmm. And people live in nice houses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Decent houses. Yeah. Decent houses yeah. and have money. And people do stuff like, just like, do we have iPhones? All that stuff. All that um, Ugandans are generally really, really, really poor. I feel like. <laughs> The poorest Ugandan will always have food. Yeah. Because um, you can farm, you can take care of chicken, and you will always have food around you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, what do you think about people? So, you know how a lot of people will come and want to westernize, not maybe sometimes westernize Uganda or bring their ideas here. Do you think people should just teach? So, like, people should teach people maybe in Uganda certain skills and then have them learn those skills and flourish on their own or because a lot of times people from other countries or westernized countries come in and start making shop here in Mm. in African countries Mm. and think that they're helping Mm. but sometimes they're just they're disabling is that the word disabling because they're not teaching people how to use the skill sets that they're bringing you get what I'm saying so, like, sometimes you see, like, not missionaries or people will come and they'll start businesses here mm. that sometimes can take jobs away from... From the Ugandans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, instead of just teach, teaching them how to do that craft or that skill, uh-huh. the Ugandans teaching them how to mm. do that skill or that business and letting them grow it on their own mm. and have those jobs. Because then... At that point, you haven't dealt with the issue of unemployment in yeah. Uganda, which is a major issue in yeah. Uganda. Um, I feel like it's always better to teach someone how to fish yeah. than, than to give them fish. Yes. Yeah. So it's better to... It, I, I, I generally think it's better for skills to be transferred. I work um, with, Chinese, with a Chinese farm, and that's one of the things that we are really trying to encourage them to get into. Because many times... Chinese will set up a job. Yeah. We'll, we'll set up work in these countries and then bring Chinese employees to work. Yeah. In Uganda. Yeah. And there's need of transfer of skills in yeah. different sectors. Yeah. In different sectors. So, no, it's it's more important that for them that, that, they, they, teach, tra- that they teach, teach. us what. So yeah. then the unemployment. To just cut down on unemployment. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot about them. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed that. That's the one thing I noticed. And also, you know, um, no, it's it's important to transfer those skills and also just teach um, Ugandans financial management. Yeah. Because um, everyone tends to think that a business is started by capital. Yeah. You know, but while capital is very important. Yeah. A business is an idea. Yeah. You can start. You can start off small. Yeah. With the little you have and just see how to make money out of the idea that you probably have yeah 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 you have any last words any last encouragement for people listening because most of the people listening are in the u.s all right guys come to uganda uganda is also beautiful yeah. I, I didn't talk about the the sites and how like we have places like fort Porto, the Machison falls chobe um, Lake Bunyoni. Yeah. It's very, it's actually, one, one thing that's really true about it is 
we, we are very good in tourism yeah yeah and yeah that's what please come and visit come and support our country yes we it's a beautiful you. country <laughs> we love you and okay people are warm generally yes people yeah. are very nice and warm and and self and they serve each other i mean every country has its faults yes um or people that don't do that for but for the most part people here just want to help each other mm. do things that's true yeah that's very very true okay yay Bye. isn't she great so you can see a lot of her perspective on things and you can kind of see a lot of how she was raised and how she thinks um again faith like she said, is a huge part of her life. So that's why I asked her to share that. Um, but you can just kind of see where her mindset is on things and kind of see a little bit of her culture. You got a culture embedded in some of her answers. Um, and so now my next conversation with Joel, Joel. So I'm laughing a lot in this one and he's just pretty fun to talk to. So here's some of my small conversation with Joel. The first question I asked him, by the way, because it was kind of cut off when I was recording, was what does he love about Uganda? The same question I asked Natasha somewhat in her in our conversation. So that's what he's about to answer right away. One, the people. The people, okay. Yeah. Two. Two. Um, the, the nature, like the nature of Uganda. Like the, the nature outside or the nature of the people? The nature, like outside. <laughs> okay. I mean, like the land, <laughs> the climate, uh -huh. trees, birds, animals. Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, that's this. That's what's me. That's what. That is what makes Uganda. People and then the nature, like the terrain. And the food. Okay, the food comes in the nature. <laughs> the food comes with the nature. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite Ugandan food? Well, uh, I don't have a favorite Ugandan food, but... Matoki. I, like, I don't like Matoki. You don't like Matoki? Yes. Although I, I wouldn't mind it, but I don't like it. Uh-huh. But I like the fruits. The fruits? Oh, yeah. Pineapple. Thank you. <laughs> Mangoes. <laughs> sugar canes. Those were good answers. Uh -huh. Okay, also, you have to say what you do. You're your rugby coach. Yeah, I'm a rugby coach. For who? Rams Rugby. Rams Rugby. Club. Club, which yeah. is the professional team, the Ugandan professional team. Yeah, you'd say a Ugandan professional team. A Ugandan. No professional as the other professional teams <laughs> outside Uganda, <laughs> but in Uganda it's a professional team. Okay. Yeah. And the, and the kids. And a rugby coach for. We have a center, a rugby center, uh -huh. more like a kindergarten, like soccer kindergarten, but it's a rugby center. Yeah, I'm also a coach. And also for a school, that's Makere College, uh -huh. secondary school. And also, I'm the head of development, rugby development in my club. What does that mean? Um, I'm in charge of making sure that rugby is developed in my in my team, mm. like we develop talent. Oh, develop talent. Yeah, so identify ta yeah. talent and develop it. Identify places where talent can be discovered and develop talent there. So you find all the athletes, the rugby athletes? Yes. From the small towns? Around. Around Uganda. And yeah. then you bring them to the team? And then I bring them to the team. And make them the best? Yeah. 
I create the best. You create the best. <laughs> okay, the second question. I'm more like a creator. A creator <laughs> of people. Rugby players. <laughs> Okay, fine. okay, the second question. What's your favorite tradition? Favorite tradition? Yeah. Um, I don't have a favorite tradition. <laughs> but, because every tradition, every culture, every tribe here, they have different traditions and we have several of them, like actually more than, more than 10 of them here. So which so, tribe are you from? I'm in Uganda. Yes. Like you. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite Muganda tradition? Um, that would be the, I think the introduction, Kwanjula. The Kwanjula. Now yeah. you have to explain the Kwanjula. Okay. Now the Kwanjula is where um, uh, the girl introduces her husband to to her family. The friends, the people from the area, like her hood, her home hood. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the guy also comes with his hood, like his family, his friends. They come and meet. It's more like the traditional wedding. Kwanjula is the traditional wedding. So it's a big party. It's a big party. <laughs> and I like it when I'm at the guy's side. <laughs> Why? You know, when I'm at the lady's side. <laughs> Why do you like it when you're on the guy's side? Because when you're the guy's side, you're given special treatment. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving special you're, treatment how? You're called, because um, you're their in-law. Okay? Yeah. So you're called Moko Moko. So they have to keep up appearance, you know, so they have to like serve you the best food. They, they have to like um, give you the best drinks. You sit in a well prepared place. <laughs> You're like a visitor in their home. So. That's a good one. It's more like going to a hotel and then you're given this special care. Because the girl's introducing you, his side. And then girls come, kneel, they greet you. Guys, like all people are coming and they are greeting you and you're just sitting. You're not greeting anyone. Because you're being, the, you're the one being presented. Yeah, you're on the side of the guy that is being presented. So you're like visitors. So you, you don't, you don't tear so much when you're on the guy's side. But when you're on the girl's side, you have to be the one presenting. Well, you have to be among those who are greeting. You have, you have to um, prepare like. It's not fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> you carry the food, you carry the drinks. For these guys who are seated, so <laughs> it's easy for you to miss, but the visitors are not supposed to miss. <laughs> so you will miss food. <laughs> if you're if you're if you're not the visitor. Yeah. So that's why. Told you he's hilarious. Okay, this next part is a continuation of why he loves the people or why he thinks the people are great. He told me that he wanted to continue and elaborate on that, quote unquote. And so I told him we could, and he's just now just so funny. So here's just the last, I say the blooper scene of our conversation. <laughs> so you told me you like the people. Yeah. Okay, so t- explain. <laughs> you told me to ask. Um people here yeah uh, they can be mean and they can be loving at the same time yeah it depends on the situation you're in <laughs> they are so helpful 
like if you can't find a place they can direct you there and they can be mean they can direct you there and they still <laughs> con you from there <laughs> and the other thing i like that people here in uganda is that they tend to forget very fast <laughs> so why do you like that they like current affairs more <laughs> they, they they rarely look back at history unless if something triggers them to do so yeah so it's like they they barely look at history as they are planning ahead <laughs> so, so you like that they like current affairs but yeah. you would, would you say most people are nice though versus mean yes i say that yes because people always are helping everyone yeah but not everywhere there's some countries where i'm sure if you needed help you wouldn't be helped basically because um, of your tone yeah yeah but here whether you're black whether you're white whether you're chocolate whether you're yellow whether you're <laughs> pink <laughs> they're helping they'll help you like if you need help they'll help you even if there is an accident like they'll run very fast to try and save your life and they'll rob your things <laughs> it's more like a give and give and take relationship <laughs> and they're always there are always people who are like um, busy doing nothing if you want to know that they're busy doing nothing let something happen they'll gather up very fast yes and they'll be on task so that's Good. what I like about people then the other thing about people here is um, they know how to make fun of uh, um, sorry situations and and embarrassing moments. So they're they're they have a they're positive. They have a good attitude. Good attitude. Like they're so crazy. <laughs> and they like party. They like party. Yes, yeah. Ugandans like to party. Mm, they like party. <laughs> okay, so any last words to the people? Okay, Americans are listening to this. Oh, okay. Um, so any last thing you want to tell them yes uh, <laughs> let's just keep being original and <laughs> let's have fun it's one life to live <laughs> let's let's have fun <laughs> let's have fun <laughs> there is no time for for sorry moments crying like let's make every moment fun <laughs> so that's what you want to even tell the, them yeah even the sad moments make them fun <laughs> they'll go away easily <laughs> Make everything fun. That's yeah. good advice. Any other advice? Um, or or things you want to tell? Uh, God loves them. I think that's it. God loves them. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm. Okay, say bye. I say bye? Yeah. Have I said bye? No, you say... <laughs> you want me to say bye? How many times have I said bye? <laughs> So I really, really hope you enjoyed this and all the laughter and all the fun Um, and just hearing a little bit about Uganda. If you have any questions, if you ever just want to talk to me about Uganda, um, just go ahead and ask. Send me a few little snippets or just tell me something. Um, Definitely encourage you to go there or travel there. Um, Or maybe we can make a trip together, even though I don't know all the people listening. But that's great. I mean, that'd be fun. I love traveling. I literally love culture so much um and so it's really awesome to me honestly that 
I am a part of another culture, um, that I am Ugandan. I, that is a huge part of who I am. That's literally how my household was raised. Um, and so it's just interesting because outside of my house, I'm very much American and I was raised kind of by the world in, in that culture sense. And then within my home, um, I was raised Ugandan. So it's really cool to have, be part of two separate cultures, um, pretty deeply, um, And so I just, I love being able to express that and share that with people. And so I just really hope that you enjoyed it. And so next week we'll go back to regular episoding, but this was just a special episode and I hope you enjoyed.